0: Blog Talk Radio Where not just women are in danger But all marginalized people We're being uniquely different Right now might truly be considered a crime. It seems as though we had all slipped into a false sense of comfort, that justice would prevail and that good would win in the end. Well, good did not win this election. But good will win in the end. So, what today means is that we are far from the end. Today marks the beginning, the beginning of our story. The revolution starts here. The fight for the right to be free, to be who we are to be equal, let's march together through this darkness and with each step know that we are not afraid, that we are not alone, that we will not back down. That there is power in our unity and that no opposing force stands a chance in the face of true solidarity. And to our detractors that insist that this march will never add up to anything.
1: Boston Red here with Friday Java, a weekly magazine of political theory, polling, and commentary. It is part of the history called people that make up this fascinating journey. We are part of the Obama network. For that we make no apologies. What we pledge to do is give you the facts on a bridge to history. What body politics is, the most up to date theories of political science and psychology. Stay tuned for this incredible ride. Boston Red, peace out on the fifteenth of February. 2019. This is uh, Friday Jobber from WBRN Radio and on the Boston Red Network. A very interesting uh, Friday Jobber we'll have. We'll be talking about community organizations versus uh, corporations, subsidies versus real jobs and community, uh, sustainable development versus runaway capitalism, Amazons in the middle, the governor in uh, New York, uh, Como, the mayor of New York City, uh, Bill de Blasio, and the stratagem of Amazon to negotiate directly with the governor and the mayor of the city, leave out the city council, local organizations uh, around the Long Island City there in Queens. And the congressperson, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, although it's not fully in her district, it borders her district, it's actually in uh, Congressman uh, Mahoney's district. But nonetheless, it was a stunning defeat uh, for the uh, Amazon uh, behemoth. No doubt about that. And brings into question this whole idea of corporations asking for incentives or what we'll call kickbacks, payoffs from cities, uh, municipalities, states that they locate in. This was a big uh, sweet stakes. 25,000 jobs were coming and development around those jobs. Now, of course, the situation is when you're in New York, you could be in New Jersey, you could be in Connecticut and still commute by train to that particular uh, situation. You'd not necessarily have to live in the city or in that area, but obviously there would be some development there around this and Of course, you have the various restaurants and other people. But they decided they did not want the money. That was consensus. Amazon stunned everyone by pulling out. But they read the uh, handwriting on the wall. Now they're going to look at other cities, and uh, they say they have uh, 16 or 17 uh, technical centers around the U.S. that they could distribute those jobs to. And that's basically a little over a 1,000 jobs per center. And they are creating this 5,000 job center in Nashville, Tennessee. What's beginning to happen here, we see that the Amazons of the world and uh, the Googles are a little bit smarter than that. But they are locating in areas that uh, Google is putting, of course, its data centers in places like Iowa, in rural areas. That are less developed, and at the same time, the cost of living is a much lower. And the regulations there, the people have not politically organized because you have plenty of room out there to work. It would be the same thing in a Chicago, or in a place like St. Louis. And there's a number of these cities. Even say in Austin, Texas, the Texas environment there—they call it business-friendly and they have been that way. They don't have a state income tax there. They have uh, a population, people moving into that area, favorable climate conditions there in Austin, but not very very good school system there, and the healthcare system is uh, willy-nilly. So you uh have to uh work those negatives there uh in in Texas a lot of uh, income uh, disparity in texas on the texas Perry in the rock with some of that situation then of course you have the border situation there it just uh, will be later today declared a national emergency by dj trump so you have texas politics uh, that are in at least in cities like austin and in houston the major cities has has uh, been uh, changing in, in an evolutionary way. The uh, campaign of Beto O'Rourke, whatever you want to call it, Beto or liberal or middle of the road, whatever, came within a few percentage points of uh, taking down uh, Ted Lyon Cruz in a very red state that the Democratic Party does not really have a formal party organization, a uh, proper, I should say, functioning party organization. It's moving more in that direction. But it will, uh, as Paula says, it will take a number of years to get to where we want to go. But we will get there in Texas. And that will change the whole map. The right wing understands that. That is one reason that Trump went down and promised to build a wall. The Congress gave him uh, enough money to build roughly about 55 miles of the wall. More and more local organizations community they did in El Paso repudiated his claims they held a news conference you can go to uh, the wall in Beto the wall uh, actually the title is uh, the wall Trump versus Beto and you'll see that they had uh, competing uh, crowds there Trump had about 6,000 people according to the fire department in El Paso Texas and the uh, figures for the uh, beater rally went everywhere in the low ball, about seven thousand to about ten thousand. But how many it has is not the issue. If we go back to the maximum of uh, late uh, Thomas Tip O'Neill, politics are local. Now this is what played out in, in New York on the local politics uh, situation, because amplified. By uh, Amazon. So we take that as the situation. Incidentally, later in this report, we'll have the people from the uh, University of uh, Virginia at Charlottesville. Of course, we pay our respects to Heather Hire. On Thursday, uh, the formal uh, funeral uh, mass uh, for the uh, late uh, representative uh, from Michigan. Uh, Mr. Dingle, who was in Congress 59 years, Bill Clinton gave the eulogy, and Bill Clinton said this was one time that he could be in a room with John Dingle and get the last word. Well, obviously. He'll be buried, incidentally, in Arlington uh, National uh, Cemetery. For so getting that out of the way. Also, looking at the Denver Post uh, here, uh, the uh, teacher strike in Denver has uh, been uh, settled and the students are back in the classroom 25 years ago but they had a strike there in uh, Denver. It was finalized at 6.15 a.m. Mountain Standard Time and according to a uh, spokesperson for the Denver school system, 81% of the teachers were there and 83% Uh, students were there by uh, 1245. That would be in the afternoon. Thus, it hasn't been ratified, but evidently it will uh, pass muster. Uh, That means that teachers don't have to make the tough decisions about whether to leave or for other school districts or uh, change careers altogether. That is uh, an English teacher named Todd Madison, who's uh, been there for 27 years. He remembers in in 1994, the strike, he said there was uh, no comparison to the mood of teachers coming back on Thursday. We were uh, unified and we were feeling very strong. So, the new contract, which is, includes an average of 11.7% raise next year, uh, will uh, help uh, with uh, student retention, a point that the union bargaining team stressed in negotiation. That means teachers that don't have to make a tough decision about whether to leave or for another school district or uh, the uh, career altogether because they can't afford to live in their city. And that is more and more a question that is facing uh, many teachers, public workers, and just ordinary people. This is the reason the uh, 2020 election will be all about economics. More so than anything else, we want to be talking about people pretending to be a Native American or uh, people are bullying their staff in the Senate or uh, Beto O'Rourke if he's in a race while he was driving down the highway intoxicated. That is uh, all in the past. People will get to more substantive issues. Now, a couple of things uh, will be rolling around there. It'll be the economy, the revised issues out, which we'll have on numbers, man, our macroeconomic program this weekend. Uh, we'll be talking about the retail figures that have been adjusted. We talked about that in a in a program that we felt the data sets we were getting were not a uh, complete actually uh, retail sales fell in both November and December of two thousand eighteen. So things are not as rosy as one would think, uh, and we look at the UK. The PM there has uh, was uh, lost a vote. So in other words, they could have a hard Brexit or exit or what do you want to call it from the EU. So the UK economy is not doing uh, well at all, and the uh, Conservative uh, Prime Minister is not doing well at all. So that plays into uh, many things in uh, Spain. They're calling snap elections there for April because the uh, party in Catalonia had uh, left the coalition there in uh, Spain. So we have all over Europe uh, problems there, as uh, the uh, president of Venezuela, Nicolas Maduro, said so clearly that all of these people are having problems. Trump uh, literally had to close the government down. Now the big question is with D.J. Trump, if he were to declare a national emergency to build your wall, why in the hell did you uh, spend that number of days closing down the government, wrecking people's lives, causing all kinds of inconveniences? And at the same time, it was a totally worthless shutdown. It accomplished absolutely nothing. Now those are the issues they should be talking about and not running around here talking about someone uh, bullying uh, some uh, Senate staff or someone uh, saying they were Native American in the case of Elizabeth Warren and whatever other schemes they have uh, coming out. We'll later here talk about uh, some possible VP types and uh, some other things. So let's get on to it. We were going to the Washington Post on the complete packet here. On the Amazon situation. But now we really want. Need to do that. We cleared it up. Uh, looking at the New York Post. We'll hit this in several ways. Uh, what happened there. With Como and company. And this is uh, by the columnist here. He says due to Como's ineptness. This is what he blames. Or let me see what he. Yes, Stephen, uh has uh, Stephen Conenza. Conenza. Uh, this is writing in the. Uh, Murdoch newspaper, The Post. Running out of town is a mere uh, glancing blow to Amazon, but uh, you couldn't set up a new uh, campus anywhere else. But when uh, Bezos picked uh, up his uh, bat and ball on Thursday, the interesting uh, situation there, uh, it marks the onset of a new dark age for New York City. The city's progressive uh, progressive uh, heading uh, force uh, won the thunder of victory. It, uh, it will only uh, embody uh, them uh, to take up uh, obstructionist uh, causes after obstructionist causes. It spells trouble for major uh, land use initiatives requiring uh, the state or city uh, blessings, as he calls it, all over the town. The cities need... Uh, is damned the wishes of the Queen's residents, 80% of whom backed the project, uh, according to the polls, or more collateral damage to the higher purpose there, uh, routing uh, capitalist enterprises, according to them. Big dis- big discussion now on, uh, can uh, capitalism uh, survive? Can the environment survive uh, with capitalism? Can the adjustments uh, be uh, made? That's a very, very big uh, question it is not only in New York, for example, uh, the East Midland and Eastern New York rezone, zone uh, New uh, towers as such as one Vanderbilt-Brooklyn Bridge Park aren't rammed down the public's throat. Uh, they emerged out of hard-fought compromise. He's talking about compromises there. J.P. Morgan is yielding to community concerns, revising its proposed new headquarters tower at uh, 270 Park Avenue uh, t- to include uh, 10,000 square feet of outdoor public space compared to 7,000 uh, feet of indoor and earlier plans. All rights transfers must be allowed uh, to uh, permit the worthy projects to rise in Midtown. More rezoning, etc. there. And he closes up by... Uh, Otacio um uh, ocasio excuse me uh, uh, cartez uh, amelia darling no matter how many uh, she oh uh, hold in h she others uh, hmm. triumphantly tweeted that whipping amazon's a corporate greed and workers' exploitation proves that everything is uh, possible anything is possible excuse me about that. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, This is a a solid victory for uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. A defeat uh, for corporate capitalism, cronyism, and whatever else. uh, And a defeat, above all, for Governor Cuomo. And this is in uh, Vox. Uh, New York is better off without Amazon's uh, headquarters. It announced uh, that, in fact... uh, backlash from local elected officials uh, yeah, to the intended tax subsidies and associated with the plan in Long Island it's going to drop the uh, project entirely yeah, that's what it said and uh, adding uh, new high- paying jobs to already expensive cities is a mixed bag no doubt about that was Long Island City now in uh, DC it's a different situation. Although the government is there, there's some high-paying jobs, there are lobbyists, etc. Overall, the D.C. area is not a high-paying area. In parts of Washington, D.C., it's a ghetto. So some of these suburban locations, yes. But um, over oh, a decade ago, uh, well, talking about various economists, investigated uh, Jamie Matalak, uh, investigating the impact of unequal uh, economic development, found in tightening housing markets. The poor do worse when the rich get richer. Well, no doubt about that. The idea of hiring uh, 20 to 30,000 people for six-figure salaries. The uh, price of uh, scarce housing rises, no doubt about it. Well, a lot of that so-called housing is uh, would be torn down in advance to, as they say, make a way for the new and counted uh, crowned uh, spillover benefits in a slack economy. The new rich people don't impact rents. Very much, but the uh, presence creates a new uh, working class opportunity in uh, the right location. In other words, a uh, big new uh, Amazon office park uh, could be a boom. But America didn't uh, get the uh, Amazon. Uh, America didn't get the right location. Now, that could be in terms of uh, housing prices, taxes in some areas that don't have much housing. Now, in Crystal City, uh, as a part of a small, uh, dense corridor of development east of Highway 1, this is in Washington, D.C., there's nothing wrong with detached uh, single-family houses, to be clear, but what's going on here is uh, that it's illegal to build anything uh, more dense than that, if the law had changed to allow townhouses apartments. Now, this is a situation that has come up in many, many uh, cities across the uh, country, The idea of uh, turning uh, single-family units into duplexes, triplexes, and sometimes fourplexes, allowing apartments into the mix, specifically the northern part of uh, Arlington County, the portion of D.C. west of Rock Creek Park, and much of Bethesda and Chevy Chase areas in Montgomery County could easily accommodate high amounts of uh, transit uh, Accessible development if the zoning allowed it. A lot of housing there, not not many uh, other things. Uh, ending the uh, apartment ban, relative to president, regulatory uh, parking minimums uh, do apply in most of New York, uh, even where apartments are legal. Well, when you have 10 million people in the city, it's a different situation, you already have density given ballgame altogether. One of the neoliberal uh, things has been happening in a lot of cities, uh, Seattle uh, comes to mind, uh, Boston in the 80s, uh, Chicago, etc., under uh, Daly and under uh, Emanuel. They have uh, played with density in Chicago. They got rid of the public housing projects, came back in with New uh, apartments and townhouses or condos, or whatever you want to call them, uh, for uh, middle class uh, people. And they moved their poor uh, 20 miles out, 25 miles out without adequate uh, transportation to these various small town uh, communities. Thus, uh, distorted the entire makeup of Chicago. One of the big problems there, a lot of the followers of O.J. Sepsis are African Americans are no longer living on the south and west side of Chicago. So thus that population has changed, and uh, certain uh, sides, uh, north, areas uh, uh, around Grant Park, etc., uh, now a uh, boom in Latinos. Remember, I used to be uh, at, uh, what was it, uh, Roberto Comerty in high school, he used to teach there. Anyway, uh, the situation was totally different in terms of Latino population, yes, we did have Latinos. We've had Latinos in Chicago forever, and Mexicans, uh, a lot of Puerto Ricans at that time. But it has all uh, changed uh, now uh, in terms and a lot of other people from Central America, etc. But a lot of things uh, have changed from the uh, Carl Sandburg uh, poem, the butcher, uh, the baker, etc. Now it's the software maker, the banker, and uh, whatever else. So all of that has changed over. And city after city has done that. The cities have went for as much uh, development as uh, can be, but it's not sustainable development. It's development for this period of time. And if there is an economic uh, downturn, now people have went up incidentally on that one of bringing in, we'll call it a downturn, it could be anything from recession to a depression, depending on how the cards uh, fall, the dominoes fall. But at the same time, uh, we have, and I say we as the economy, in this uh, sustainable development drive that has started with this tax cut, et cetera, revved up now primarily up to 2000, uh, late 2017, uh, in somewhere 2018, we had the Obama economy uh, still going. Now we're getting into the D.J. Trump economy, and it's very, very mixed, starting with people and their so-called tax refunds. They did get a tax uh, break, but refunds are going to be less this time around because of the way it's calculated. Anyway, back here, uh, Americans could direct uh, corporate investment. This is in the Vox uh, to uh, slack markets. Economic impact, and this is some big arguments here. Campuses with 20,000 high-paying jobs would be radically different in a city, say, like Detroit, where there's plenty of space, say, Indianapolis, uh, but they don't really have the uh, people. Or Cleveland, for simple examples, because they have a lot of slack in their housing market. No doubt about it. But in certain other cities, there is a problem in New York. And uh, downtown Cleveland already has uh, 100,000 jobs. That used to didn't have happen when I lived in Cleveland. It was not downtown. But a lot of these cities are increasingly uh, moving into downtown area. I'm not sure how many are in downtown Chicago now. I'd have to look it up. But it's changed in downtown Seattle. i was looking at a recent figure. There are 50,000 people in uh, the uh, downtown area of Minneapolis. So, in other words, all of these are changing. Uh, downtown Boston drastically changed uh, then, say, in the 80s. Anyway, that is enough of that. Uh, we did the cancel plan thing. Uh, we were looking here at the Dallas Morning What were we getting from Dallas Morning News? Oh, anyway, while we're here, Secretary of State had to apologize. This is somebody named Whitley in a letter to the lawmakers. Evidently made an error and wrote out a push to question the citizenship of people, that's coming up. Incidentally, the Trump administration is going uh, to the Supreme Court on uh, the question form. There's a question: Are you a citizen? And that'll start to roll out. And this year, uh, the 20 what is it? The 2020 census, 2021 census, anyway, whatever. Will uh, have uh, the forms. will be able to do electronically uh, from the web. So we'll see how all of that works out. Anyway, this problem in uh, Texas there, uh, the Department of Public Safety, uh, the legislature, I think there's roughly over 20,000 people that were affected here. past two weeks, uh, Whitley has been engaged in damage control, meeting on uh, who needs to be confirmed. During his confirmation hearing last week, he was drilled for two hours about uh, list maintenance, that's what he's engaged advocate groups call for his nomination to be uh, rejected and we'll see where all of that uh, goes with Whitley I thought we'd run over there and see if what is going on we won't spend the time on the Green New Deal, we'll do a special program on that it was a comment from uh, none other than lying uh, Ted Cruz let me just make sure I've got this let me Just very quickly here, uh, deal with uh, the Iowa caucuses. Kind of skipping around here a little bit, but this is from the uh, Democratic. Uh, well, actually, this is we do have the statement here. This is with CBS. Iowa Democrats to add six virtual caucuses. A way to go, and we have it from the. This is from the Iowa Democratic uh, Party. There's a 30-day uh, comment uh, comment period. This is the historic 2020 caucuses. Is open for 30 days. I don't have the date when they put this up. But anyway, uh, today, uh, Senator Des Moines proposed the historical changes to the caucus process since it cre- its creation in 1972. That's important to remember. They started caucusing after uh, uh, Dr. George McGovern ran. Now offers, uh, will now offer six additional opportunities for people to participate in a series of virtual caucuses with uh, uh, streamlined realignment and uh, recount procedures. These uh, changes were included in the Iowa Democratic Party's draft of the 2020 delegate uh, selection of plan. covers the rules for caucus, etc. The Iowa Democratic Party has always sought ways to improve our caucus uh, process, according to Tony Price. Of, uh, uh, over the last several months, uh, have worked closely with Democratic uh, National Committee, State Central Committee, etc. And this is what would happen. Virtual uh, caucusing over the course of six days, the rest of Democrats who sign up with the Iowa Democratic Party would be able to participate in one of six virtual caucuses by phone and smart device. Virtual caucus uh, goers would be able to uh, rack up to five uh, choices for president. The total uh, result of the six uh, caucuses will account for 10 percent of the Iowa delegates. Streamline realignment under uh, the proposal. Only members of uh, non-visible groups will be allowed uh, to uh, realign in these for uh, visible uh, preference groups. Uh, The first alignment numbers Will be locked in and could only increase if members of non-viable groups that choose to join uh, recount and recanvassing uh, will be able to ask for a recount of the caucus results either by congressional district or statewide. Caucus night results are locked. The allocation of natural natural de- start again uh, national delegates will be determined by the results uh, on caucus night. Not the results of the uh, convention process. More information will be out there. I thought we would get that out to people, so we can. It's a very good idea. More states can do that. In California and Oregon, it'll all be done a mail order. This is uh, kind of interesting here. This is Robert's virtual uh, soapbox and my predictions on uh, Bernie. Uh, Bernie, excuse me. Biden and Bernie uh and probably uh Harris uh, with Liz out. This is his predictions here looking at some polls uh that have been taken. Um here one is the uh consult poll, I believe that was uh politico, uh shown uh with uh, Biden at twenty nine percent, Bernie at twenty two, Kamara Harris at 13 thirteen, Elizabeth Warren at eight. Beto O'Rourke, they're both in the single digits. To get it right, the 2020 Democratic uh, presidential ticket will look like. I uh, bet that Bernie Sanders or Joe uh, Biden will be at the top of an H. And Kamara Harris Harris or Beto O'Rourke will be in the VP suite. Stakes with with a a lot of other people there. Now we go to... uh, Our first vice president, this is the uh, Nate Silver Shop, the uh, 538. And looking at some, and it's a uh, discussion between uh, several of them, Nate Silver here. uh, Others, and Godfrey Skilling said uh, Booker would be my first pick, too. He used to be, incidentally, as you remember, at uh, where we will be going, the uh, crystal ball. Nate Silver there, two obvious picks, uh, and Booker may be the third best pick after the two obvious ones. Uh, let's see what Nate Silver said was his obvious ones here. Well, I guess we'll figure it out somewhere in the dialogue. Uh, lack of resume here for some of them, uh, and that was in the other one there, um, Beatle, Rod Garvey, Skilling again, uh, Crab view, uh, versus, Crab beer truck versus, uh, local hotel, um, uh, Beetle O'Rourke doesn't stay at chains. And, uh, let's see, what else, oh, they bring in uh, Timmy Dutwork, she's a, uh, representative veteran, loss of legs in, uh, combat from Illinois, she'd be a good pick, well, no doubt about that. Outside of Biden, I'm not, uh, I'm not really sure of the, uh, foreign policy credentials, um, uh, King book is on the foreign relations committee doesn't mean very much there. I'm going to offer a uh, foggy bottom here, and uh, I'm going to offend. Excuse me, and say that people don't care that much about foreign policy, which is actually true. And oh, she was born in Thailand. Uh, Thailand, excuse me, to uh, American citizens, uh, sort of like Ted lyon Cruz. He was born in Canada. Anyway. And somebody mentioned uh Julian Castro as a VP candidate. Would be. Godfrey Skill I wrote uh, Castro's Theory of the Case. Agree there's uh, definitely I am uh running for V P vibes well yeah. That all that's left to uh, to run for here. And Tim Kaine, uh dull as a penny, yeah. Casco could probably be a decent choice for Biden. Sanders are Elizabeth. The Electoral College is also there. Castro uh choice uh, if uh, Rourke were to become the nominee. That means a no Rourke Castro ticket in the future. That's yes, from uh Sophia. I'm not sure who that is. Mm. Now, uh uh, uh Klobuchar's Midwest uh, chops make her desirable electorally and Godfrey Skilling uh, probably we could wait on Duckworth and uh, take uh, Yeah, that's possible very possible all at the right stage Klobuchar's highest uh, profile is moderate uh, to throw her hat in the ring uh, which uh, could help someone like uh, Kamara Harris or uh, Sanders if uh they were to win the nomination, although I probably would agree with Nate that the two women on the ticket is not going to happen, no doubt about that. Clovisha definitely has electability thing going for her. This is from Nate Silver. She's not too old. <laughs> well, uh, no, not uh, No big issues uh, in the qualification uh, there. So the good to uh, even mention Michael Bennett and Kevin is Colorado a really battleground state anymore? Probably not with Trump on the ballot. It's Nate Silver there. Godfrey uh, Skelling. Uh, I get the dull penny point. Um, uh, you yeah. know. Fair is in my pick now. One of the, uh, top two. One, one is, one, uh, wait a minute. One who isn't a is still on board. Uh, Nate Silver, Karma Harris, uh, I don't want to say what that is. So name who is? Uh, he stole my uh, pick. And it doesn't uh, go well with the theory. Not fair. My theory. Godfrey Skelling again. Or Skelling. Where is he? Well, I'm tempted to uh, take uh, her both times, but I don't think uh, that's the advice that she could... Camp in uh, that uh, Senate seat, which isn't up until 2022, and wait till 2024, 2028. This is Carmela Har- Harris. Uh, so, I mean, I said uh, earlier there's a 55% chance uh, that the nominee isn't a white dude. That means a 45% chance it will be won. Biden-Harris is a third natural pairing, especially since Biden uh, will have to shore up uh, his support on the left. Well, she isn't that far on the left. Uh, Bino-Harris could also work. It's a bit more uh, Clinton-Gore dynamic. Yeah. Claire Malone again. Uh, Okay, I'm up. Stacey Abrams. uh, Nate Silver said, hmm. Since uh, Nate uh, Soul stole my pick from Fury of the Case, that is, I'm going with uh, Stacy as a popular African American candidate who is rising. Nate Silverham is passive aggressive, uh, like, interesting. I'm really, uh, hmm, I uh, like that pick. Abrams uh, would be interesting, a bold move uh, for whom i the nominee would be, no doubt about that. Even though the BP uh, doesn't necessarily help the ticket. To care of their home state. Now that's the difference in Georgia there. Beto Abrams uh, losing to win. That's the Godfrey's Skelly said there but there's going to be a question about her experience level, especially since isn't likely to get the benefit of a down African woman you know, He's right about that. Um nor did uh, Barack Obama. I know Nate, I'm thinking uh I'm going to switch my theory of the case uh, mid uh, round. Uh, this is a Claire Malone here. Bet a minority would be uh, top of the ticket. So I'm going to uh, kind of south. Uh, I forget that, South Ben. Uh, let's see. Abram uh, has more experience than uh, Butt Gang, or whatever his name is, a German name. Anyways, me a South Ben uh, there. Abrams Beto are all uh, challenging in my notions, uh, uh Sarah F. get it right a minute. Silver, uh, do you think a presidential candidate is going to uh, feel safe uh, picking deb Depp, Depp, a gay a lesbian, a bisexual candidate? The country is a uh, progressive but isn't that progressive. There's also run to uh, Tanny Ball, Tammy Ball and they uh, and Christian uh cinema. Uh, she's interesting out of Arizona there. Am I going with Pennsylvania's uh, Bob Casey Jr.? A deep cut from a critical swing state, but a Democratic governor would uh, pick his replacement. Uh, let's see. I'm not sure. Finish this little discussion up. It's kind of like a panel discussion even from Doug Jones. in. This is only preliminary here. It's nothing... Nothing uh, out here sticking uh, with uh, Tammy. Uh, I'll take uh, Senator Ball in a Wisconsin. Nice, you know, Senator Ball in Wisconsin. She's become more mainstream now. She'd won a re-election in a Wisconsin. Nate Silver, Gillibrand, just—I mean, out of the uh, various presidential con- uh, contenders who are two-zero, uh, she was one left standing. Well, no doubt about that. But you see, the tricky thing here is any of these uh, people could uh, be a uh, left staying. Let's go to the University of uh, Virginia. I'm going to save uh, Representative uh, Waters uh, for the uh, next night here. She chairs the Financial Services Committee. This is uh, from the uh, crystal ball. Democrats hope for a, a nationalized uh, Virginia election this fall. The critical point here: the crisis in uh, Richmond involves the state's top Democratic office, and the ultimate uh, resolution remains unclear. Democrats will try to win the state House and the Senate this fall. That's in November. It is uh, the only state where the party uh, did not win uh, the state uh, in a 2016 presidential election. A Democratic legislative turnover might uh, produce the most liberal state government in a modern history in the South. Virginia for uh, Virginia Democrats, the agony of uh, the moments uh, mixed with the promise of the future. And let me see who this is by.